I check, no- check one, two, check I one, no- two. I you get the check, you get the check. I notice there's no drink here for me, right? When I come to your place, there's normally a glass of water sitting there for you. <laughs> Trevor's blowing up. He's walked across the room in a huff. And what has he got? Hey, I want oh, a little baby can of Diet Coke. Oh, I like your style, mate. Well, couldn't you afford the proper size cans? Or I bought a six-pack so that there's always some here for Good me. luck, yeah, mate. And the smaller the cans, the more I can fit in the fridge because it's a fridge the size of a Xbox Series X. <laughs> I mean, it's actually smaller. Is that right? <laughs> Cheers, mate. Yeah, I don't have one for myself, so that was that was dumb. <laughs> You don't drink Diet Coke, though? No, but I, don't, I didn't bring a drink at all. Normal Coke. Have you got normal baby cans? Normal no, Coke? no, I haven't had a Coke in four weeks, mate. Is that right? Five, actually. It's, you, you like that bloke? Have you seen that bloke on TikTok? He goes, no, no fizzy drinks for me. You know, the Indian dude? Oh, See no, him? I haven't seen him. He was on the, he was on the Today, Today Extra. That doesn't come up in my TikTok feed. <laughs> <laughs> my TikTok feed is one of two things. My t- your one, TikTok feed sounds like my Instagram Your Instagram, feed. yeah. So yes. my TikTok feed is either one that I need to tilt away from my wife. Whoa. Or one that I'll just laugh at because it's like stupid construction. I've started getting medical stuff like blokes doing um, – they, they show you post-surgery things and they're cutting it up. Really? And it's like it's, – but I'm really? in, I don't know. I'm fascinated by really? it. Really? You, don't, you haven't got a – you like you can don't mind seeing things like that? No, I don't mind it. You it freaks me out in the real, in the real, in the real world. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, I can't, can't cope. Okay. But on a video, no dramas. Right. Yeah. So the other half. So I remember so back in like nineteen ninety eight or porn is the other. Oh, stop yeah. it! No, it's just uh, you know yeah. women soft um, course women stuff. dancing ah. a in, lot in bikinis. Ah, no, often not. Really? No. Okay. I know. Oh, I mean, not not not. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway, moving on. I'm not, um, a big, I'm not a big TikTok fan. No, I only use it once a week, but um, I can lose two hours on it. Let me Easily. Just, uh, I'm just tuning in now. Yeah. Well, okay. So log, as it, I log into TikTok, I thought I already did. So, oh, well, it's a new. You've converted to a different phone. Oh, we'll talk yeah, about that in a minute. Continue. But so, as a test, here's my TikTok feed right here. Oh, this guy. This is hilarious. This guy. Hang on. You ran up to Reese's. Excuse me, sister. Would it be okay if? I oh no, actually, he's a joke, and they're normal, normally quite dirty, so I won't do that. Please anyway, um, if uh, if you're up for it, uh, Jeremy underscore Little tells hilarious jokes. So that's one thing. Here, something to do with, like these are construction workers doing something. They're doing dances, right? And then who knows what this chick's going to do. But, oh, my God. Oh, wow. That's not good. Um, anyway, so, yeah, it's just random content. Fantastic. I noticed she's still oh, got the Old mate the with mini. a comedian. He just tells funny jokes. Fantastic. And I'll stick still with got the, the mini. mini. So, isn't it funny how you, you got the mini and I immediately went to the max? Just the two blokes. Are, we've got a lot in common, but in that area, we, we're very different in other areas. Phones? Is that what you're talking about? Phones I'm talking about. What do you think I'm talking What's about? A- Talk about the mini, your phone, your mini Size phone. Size does not matter. Your I'll mini, talk about, well. Your mini phone is what I'm talking about. Talk about that shortly, okay? Um, that's, uh, that's, just, that's just what we do. Welcome to Two Blokes Talking Tech. Not a bad price. With Trevor Long from EFTM.com. Really handy device. And Stephen Fennec from techguide.com.au. Episode 462 of uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. And Stephen, it's a, it's a ponderous question. Are you still there? Are we, still, when streaming are we still there? Oh. It's like, are you still there? Why does it do that? Yeah, I'm still here, but I couldn't be bothered getting the remote control and but, pressing yes. But why does it do that? Fox, it, well, that's Foxtel now, so it it's been playing for three hours. Ah, right. Nine now is the same if you play the live stream, because I don't have antennas here. If I play the live stream at yeah, right. 5.30, at 8.30, it'll, it'll ask me if I'm still there. Are you there. still there? Are you there? Yeah. Sooner or later, it'll just go back to the menu. Right. It's just what it does. 
It's a great, uh, great to be here. Great to have you back, mate. And yeah. um, good stuff. So it's been a big week. I need to address uh, an issue, um, <laughs> a piece of feedback that's been yeah. provided to the okay. show. All right. And up front, I need to say, Bruce. Mate, we love you. You're a good bloke. Yeah, you Bruce. got us. You made us famous on Dash Cams Australia because you were listening to two yeah. blokes talking tech when you were driving down. Like I think it was the on ramp to a freeway, and there was a bloke in a um, yeah. mobility scooter. <laughs> Thanks, mate. We appreciate you listening. But yeah, he had a not a, not a whinge, but he just pointed out that there was more Apple Do talk we last talk week again. Yeah. And okay. I just said, look, it's Apple season. Unfortunately, it is. it's a, it's a, it is actually normally it's Apple month. Now it's three months. It's a whole week. season. You're it's right. It's a season. It is a season. And so yeah. I need to say that because, Bruce, we're kicking off with we're Apple. Off with Apple. <laughs> <laughs> so thanks for the feedback, Bruce, but we're going to just charge ahead, okay? We're going to charge ahead. We're going to charge ahead anyway. And I can tell you, given the product announcements that are that, oh, have, that have hit, it's crazy. there's going to be Apple in the next two shows as well. So, so Bruce, deal with it. Bruce, get over it. <laughs> get over it. Deal with it, what Trevor said. And but, can um, you just film some more dash cam and keep listening? Yes, please. We, we're I mean, dash cam, dash, cam. dash cam owners Australia this month was epic. But it it's was like, a pretty you know full-on video. Bruce, did you see it? It's like, uh, I did, yeah. But it's it's like... What about the delivery driver? Com- getting hit. Wow. Yeah. But it's um com- like, we're, we're talking about what's in the news. Like, we, mm. we cover the big, the breaking stuff that happens. And uh, it, it's like sort of complaining that, oh, hang on, the news, evening news is all about COVID. I'm sick of it. You can't. Well, it's the news, isn't it? That's what's happening. Or, or oh, I'm sick of the presidential U.S. election. It's what's happening. And that's what we do. It's Congratulations, it's what's happening. Well done. Um, yeah. So, President elect Trump. President elect Trump. He hasn't Biden. given up yet, mate. No. But you hear all this, all these conspiracy theories. Like you hear, I reckon there's like an alternate media that that's sort of the mainstream media hasn't picked up on. There's one story in particular that stood out for me that apparently Trump set up a blockchain. That were that watermarked all the postal votes, and they reckon that seventy. Well, this whoever reported this, I saw it on Instagram or something. Seventy-three percent that were not watermarked were not watermarked, and every one of them that wasn't watermarked was all for Biden. And I'm, I'm people are texting me, and I'm thinking, how come this isn't on Channel Nine and 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 but CNN? It's not real. Like, who who's sending these around? Like, what's what's going on? I, I, people keep texting me these stories, and the the the. All, all these things about oh no they've they've got the that they did this thing and the, and the mail the mail arrived they they trucked in after midnight. Let's or just put it this like, way: like, they don't have an Australian Electoral Commission. No, well, they don't have a single state, entity, yeah. and they that's need to their have problem. A, they need to have a federal. America election, yeah. has a lot of problems. If you're listening from America, you better move to Australia because we're just better. Yeah, in every way. Interesting. In Jan. every way, and they won't use. Do they use online? You can't do an online ballot, can no. you? There might be some states. Yeah, isn't that weird? Anyway. anyway, but looks like Sleepy Joe won, eh? Yep, Sleepy and uh, Kamala Harris will be president within a couple of years because he ain't going to last. You reckon? Mate, that's what he, uh, he's a million else. years what, you old. A couple of years, he won't even go out full term. I don't think he'll make the full term. What? I mean, I hope yes, he does. How's, how's that for like, the Americans' best choice was Donald Trump or Joe and Biden. Joe Biden? Like, <laughs> what's doing? If you're a young forty-year-old politician in the US, you must be just kicking, kicking the ground, thinking, "What's doing?" Yeah, you got thirty Where's years to make it. It's all good. Yeah, but. Yeah, okay. Should we talk about Apple? Why not? Well, I don't think See, Bruce, Bruce? See, Bruce, we did talk about something else. <laughs> yeah, but we're going to talk about Apple. Okay, okay, you go. <clears throat> so, uh, another event, third month in a row we've had an event. Uh, this one was more predictable um, because we knew that they said at WWDC that they were going to, um, they, they'd announced the Apple Silicon. And again, just for the 
clarity of people who don't understand. That's like your Intel. Your Intel inside, Apple is abandoning Intel for its Macs and it's going to its own built product called Apple Silicon. And they've announced, they announced in June that they would have Macs with Apple Silicon by the end of the year. So this had to be this event. Yep. So they first up announced what the Silicon would be. The first chip is called the M1. Um, and, you know, how powerful it was, how many cores it has, you know, some high-performance cores, some efficiency yep. cores. It has, cores. It has onboard graphics. It has onboard memory as well, so there's no RAM in these computers. Yeah, they called it a system on a chip. Onboard everything, yeah. right? So that brings so my understanding of this. It was a bit of a crash course in processor because just, yeah. I, I deliberately wanted to explain it in layman's terms. Definitely, like yeah. Apple, I think, tried to do that as well. They, they just sort of they assumed you knew a little Certain bit Certain things, yeah. So I tried to explain it. Sort of, so instead of having like a motherboard with the GPU, the CPU, and all all spread out, it's all in one chip now. That's that right. right. Yeah, and, and so and rather the than dipping into different memory pools, they so go to that one, go to that one. It's all in one place. And that's why when you go to the website and try and spec one up, you get to choose between eight and sixteen gigabytes of unified memory. There's no RAM anymore. It's unified because it's used between both the uh, CPU and the GPU. Right. So instead, so of, instead of having still, a graphics still card, a value. There's, an, there's an amount of, of memory right. which you can spec up. Right, but, but it's not called RAM anymore. But it's not called RAM. It's called unified memory. There you go. Um, because it's not specifically RAM. The right. graphics could be using it or the processor so could be using it. it's not random access memory. It's, it's unified just unified memory. So it's not random anymore. And apparently it's not. It's become unified. But, but you're right about separating it out. And if you say, here's why it's efficient as well. Because if you had a graphics brain here... Uh, a compute brain here and some memory for them to draw on. The even just the communication, the the time it takes to communicate between each one, uh, the the allocation of memory, resources, power, and cooling to those things. You put all that on one thing, and you get a lot of efficiency. So they, I mean, the claims here are massive. You know, you got. We'll get to the actual device well, in a minute, but it's packed with sixteen billion transistors. But in board. terms of outcomes. Yeah, 16 hours of battery life on the MacBook Air, which we'll talk about in a minute. Wow. 20 hours on the MacBook Pro. Hours. That's doubling the battery life. Basically, yeah. And so that's the big thing, though. And they did a good job in explaining the uh, performance per watt. So that's the whole thing. Anyone who knows half a thing about computers, the idea of getting a great processor is to offer you the power, but also offer you the performance. And if you're using, if you've got to generate a ton of power to give you the performance, it's counterintuitive because the battery is going to run dead. Yes. So that's sort of the unicorn is trying to find high performance, low power, and Apple seem to have gotten closer here, mate. Yeah. The, the idea that you can you can you can go right here. What, what's our problem with the Intel chip? Well, we don't build it, so we can't control how it, how it works. It also means that we can't, you know, integrate graphics. We can't do this. So let's bring it all together. And and if the benefit of that is is efficiency, so battery life, big tick, well done. The other benefit is just having a more powerful computer, and they've done that as well. Yeah. So that's that's why I think, and they were, they were making some big claims about. Oh, they were saying, "Oh, the the best selling Windows computer, it's like three Not times better faster. than ninety eight percent." It's, of it's them. a little bit non specific. What is the best selling computer? And is the best selling computer the best performing computer? Yeah. Like there, there was some pretty and, wild. And claims the other thing, the other thing we should point out, and we can clarify this: when they say it's two times better, or three times better, or five times better, that's then the last generation of their own computer of that same computer. So if the Mac Mini is three times better or five times better in graphics performance. It's then the last Mac Mini at mm. its lowest spec. We also got to chuck into the mix too, Big Sur. 
yeah. which is going to be released this week. And that, that sort of forms part of the puzzle because all the radio you've done this week and me as well were sort of talking about how Apple's always had hardware, software integrated. Now that integration's even tighter with their own silicon and now the latest version of the software that just plays into all of those, that mm. union of, of hardware and software. That is no, that's also out this week as well. And because they yeah. control the software and the hardware, they can use the software to better manage things like efficiency. So yeah. your battery savings become even more extreme and your ability to enhance performance. Now, the question here, and a lot of people wondered about this at DubDub, you know, how do you support apps? How do you support the older generation stuff? Because the thing is, the average Joe has no care or, or desire to know what's in the brains of the thing. Yeah. They just want to open up Photoshop or they want to open it's, up Word. It's like people buying a car. They, they don't want to know how the engine runs. They just want to know that when they, it yeah. runs and gets them where they've got to go. That's right. So yeah. Apple have made it very clear through these presentations, and obviously there's testing to be done over the months ahead, that old apps that were built for Intel-based Macs will still work fine. They go yeah. through a, a process called Rosetta, which enhances yeah. them and makes them work on the new processor. But that app developer who has an older app should work towards creating a new version of the app, which they say will be simple as well, yeah. because it will take advantage of the efficiencies of the computer. Didn't they say too that if a developer, uh, like iOS apps will run on the yep. M1 Max as well? Yep. So the developers will only create one app and it'll work cross-platform? But if you, if you develop an app that requires GPS, mm. it will not work. It will not be available in the Mac App Store. Right. Because they, Apple won't allow an app that needs things that only the iPhone have, like yeah. accelerometers or GPS. Sure. They won't allow it into the store. But if it's, let's say, Wonderlist I used for a while. I don't use it anymore. I think it got sold. But yeah. just a you know, to-do list kind of thing. Great app. Good fun. If they wanted to just use their iOS, it'd be fine because it doesn't use GPS or anything like yeah. that. It would be fine. So you'll find a lot of those kind of um, utility um, or, or usability apps will come across very quickly. They also too, and this took some explaining as well. Um, better GP graphic, better graphics performance. And the question I had from a couple of people said, "How do how do you make graphics work better? Are they graphics?" And I explained that it is all not, like when you think of graphics, you're thinking of Video um, games, uh, all the, the 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 frame rates and and how how smooth the the video is. So that's the improvement in graphics performance. And so when you're watching things or rendering things, that sort of also plays into that yeah, updated power. I think there's three really good use cases for graphics improvements. One is rendering a video. So if you've yeah. ever made a video and iMovie or something, then you've got to yeah. export it. It spends a bit of time. That's yeah. because it's rendering. It's getting yeah. all the every single um, frame and it's making it work. The second one is is frame rate, as you mentioned. Yeah. So things will can look smoother. Yeah. So there's an enhanced frame rate, which is a huge advantage a bit, for better, things yeah. looking more real. And the, the other one I think is a good example. If you've ever played Minecraft, um, you fly up in the air and you look at the, the world around you. How far you can see is determined by the power of your computer mm. because your computer has to generate in the graphics processor all of the things that you can see. Yeah. So the better your graphics, the further yeah, away that's that an, that's, distance will be. That's another process it has to go through. So yeah. it seems to have uh, they've it, ticked it, all the boxes here. They, they ticked the box, but and then they announced three actual physical products, yes. not just one. Three. So started Mac, with the MacBook Air. MacBook Air, yeah, that was not, that was a no-brainer to have was that it though? first. Yeah. What's well, the best-selling computer? Yeah. So that was a no-brainer having that. Yep. And then what else was it? 13-inch MacBook Pro? Then they came out with the Mac Mini, actually, was the second one they uh, mentioned. Okay, yeah, right. Um, Which is versatile, especially for... So the person who buys a Mac Mini is someone who's gonna who needs it to perform. 
Yeah. If you like, you think of that customer who's they've already got the monitor, they've already got everything else. Yeah. They just want something to drive their system. So I think they mentioned like render farms and and graphic design. I remember when the Mac, the last Mac Mini was was announced. I remember being, I'm pretty sure it was a dubbed up, but I remember doing a briefing where they showed me uh, a farm. You know, like three of just four, not not, not a whole yeah, yeah. server room, but just three of these daisy chained together with yeah. Ethernet. Yep. And it's like, okay, this is how it can be done. I had no idea that they could be more than just a computer. So, like, it's a very important special product. Special effects for them. houses would use that. So, yeah. like, uh, I remember, like, you, you talk, say, say they're doing the special effects for the new Star Wars movie, right? So they're rendering all the three D graphics and three D special effects. Yep. That takes time. You remember you mentioned rendering your movie when you're exporting it. Imagine that times fifty in terms of. Uh, uh, processor application and yep. and, and uh, effectiveness, but that that's the other that's the other side of it, and that's where these Mac Minis would be used in what they call the farm, which is just this room just full of Mac Minis, or used to be the old MacBook Pro, Mac Pros. Remember the big silver, the big silver yeah. computers. Remember them? I, I remember seeing pictures of rooms full of those. Yeah. So um, that that's that, that's kind of where that would be used, and then then they announced the 13 inch MacBook. Pro, which is the most popular MacBook Pro, yep, popular with creative professionals, university students. So that that was that was a no brainer. No, no desktop like no iMac yet. No iMac Pro, sixteen inch MacBook Pro, not yet, and still a MacBook Pro sixteen inch that's got yeah. Intel processors and stuff. So still I, a lot there. I was, and they're saying it's going to be a two year transition. Of course, so it's going to take time. <laughs> But I, I, I'm just trying to, like, getting through, why would it take two years to do that? Like, two years, they're obviously still developing the processor for the, de- the I'd say the desktop would have a different uh, different chip than the a notebook would have. Like the Mac Mini, for example, well, so I think doesn't need to, uh, to have a, optimise the battery. It doesn't have a battery. Apple don't talk about it in the future, as we know, but I think it's pretty clear. This announcement was for products that are going to run the M1. Yeah. Then there'll be an M2. Oh, right. So you you don't reckon it'll be M1 across the board? No, I think it'll. I think there'll be an M2 for the 16 inch and desktop. You or something like, yeah, yeah. I think I think there'll be another class because there'll, there'll be, be an M1. Pro. There'll be like a uh, 16 core processor. Yeah, maybe. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. There, there will be and there'll be M1 and there'll be M2. But the question is, do they increment the numbers every year that they enhance it, like they do the A14, A13, etc.? Well, that's why I'm thinking it or might they, be called the M2. It'd be called they, M1 something. Or do they true? Or M1 do they bionic? Or do they make it like bionic and yeah. all that kind of stuff? But I just think that put it this way: imagine an iMac and an iMac Pro. Yeah. Right. Two distinct use cases. One is you know a high end, good you know everyday user, and the other ones are you know graphics intensive. Da da da. Should they be using the same processor? Yeah. It's confusing. I think because it's already confusing that the MacBook Pro. Runs the exact yeah. same, and we clarified this. As the MacBook Air, it is the exact same chip. There is only one chip. Yeah. But because the MacBook Pro has the ability to have thermal cooling, yeah. like because it's got fans, so to work harder, it can work harder and therefore perform better. Yeah. But on the MacBook Air, it will throttle itself because it will get to a certain temperature. Yeah. Right. It's the same chip. Yeah. That's like saying every chip has an Intel Core i7, for example. Yeah. Instead of before, you used to choose i7, i5, i3. Interesting how that's the the, the differentiation is the thermal. The, well, that is a big part of it, isn't it? Keeping this thing cool. They did make a point of the fact, Apple, that the MacBook Air has no fan. It's fanless yeah. design and is silent. So that that's that's what sort of makes the difference between if you want something that's a workhorse that's going to go hard all all the time and do do all these intensive processes, then the MacBook Pro is your device. Because I was thinking, are they 
could they potentially be cannibalizing the MacBook Pro by making the MacBook Air so good? But but what you just said about that, if you need something to render for four hours straight, then MacBook Air might not do the and, same. And a as MacBook, the MacBook Air, Pro. a MacBook Air, because I've used a MacBook Air, like an old, like a 2012 one, to do yeah. video stuff. It just like it, it gets hot, it fans up, it works really hard, yeah. and it takes forever, right? So if uh, if I make a 15 minute video and do it on both computers, it will render on both, but it will render faster on the MacBook yeah, Pro, yeah. and that's what of matters. course, of course. But here's the thing. I remember you and I talking about if they announced an iMac, I want it, I'm going to buy it. My credit card was ready. I added a Mac Mini to my cart, and the only reason I didn't click buy was because it doesn't deliver until the 3rd of December, and I thought, oh, can I get one now? But I've just I've just done it again. I'm going to buy one. Yeah. Like The Mac Mini excites me because I love that it's a, a little Mac, but I can put a big – like I've still got a like another 43-inch – Samsung widescreen monitor, I can put oh, that on yeah, it, you right, know, right, yeah. and run a Mac Mini. Yep. And I, that that way my 27, because that 27 I've got here is a few years old, three years old. Yep. And, you know, Amanda's got one at home, which is really like six years old. So I think I can upgrade the home one yep. with that and, and have well, the Mac Mini here. I reckon by the time the new iMac comes, the new iMac comes, that's that's probably that's obviously next year. I think March. With a new design, new design and all that, um, that's, that's the upgrade. Probably get that as well. Yeah. So the Mac Mini, you're going to go for that? And it's really? actually, is it cheaper than last year too? Mate, well, I've just specced one at, so it's the, so to be very clear to this, there's two Mac Minis or two Mac, there's definitely two Mac Minis, but there's, there's one that has seven graphic cores and one that has eight. Eight, yeah. Same with the MacBook Air. Which I think that yeah. might only be the MacBook Air. I don't think the Mac Mini's in that class, class yeah. but that is the only thing that I'm like, dude, so you're just, you're just in the software, you disable, you're disabling a core. <laughs> That's all you're doing. It's yeah. like it's a tick box, basically. Um, I'm, I'm fascinated by that because instead of choosing i3 or i5, they've just gone, oh, there's one less core. One less core. What? So I've spec'd the, what is originally priced as a 512 gigabyte hard drive. I've put a one terabyte in it. I've gone for 16 gig of unified memory, and it's 1999. Wow. That's a MacBook. That's a MacBook Pro. Yeah, I know. But I don't want a MacBook Pro. I want a, I want a desktop. Okay. Yeah. I could buy this right now with Apple Pay. But it's not out till December, though. No, but it'll be. I could buy it now and ship. It'll ship on December. Right. It says it'll deliver between the third and the tenth. Okay. Of December. <sighs> I'm not going to do it. Just wait, mate. And hold Just off. wait. You're a, you're an impulse buyer. Like yeah, that, I am pretty yeah. bad. Yeah. Me too. Pretty bad. So three com- three computers. Three. Yeah. I can't wait to test the performance of them because they're big claims, right? Absolutely. They're big claims. Yeah. And there'll be people better than me and you that do amazing benchmark testing against no different doubt. things, but for me. I'll tell you the three things that sold me, if I can remember all three of them, but the, th- the things that sold me about the M1, about the Apple Silicon, was instant on. Yeah. Like instant awake from sleep. Hello, baby. Open yeah. it up. And that Craig Federighi bit was just brilliant. It was funny, yeah. Um, battery life. Yeah. Hello. You had me at hello. I've got to, I've got to say, I've been running the Big Sur um, beta, public beta on my MacBook Pro 16-inch, yeah. and I reckon it is battery performance is poorer. Right. Since the beta, with the Intel on right. board, yeah. Um, interesting to see how the proper version will work on this, but then I went, then comparing it to an M1 as well, yeah. Um, see how that works out, but uh, that's one thing I noticed: the battery took a hit. Yeah, but I mean, but you know, having a device with a sixteen twenty hour battery is just that's just crazy that's, good. That's it's, it's like, crazy, that's crazy two, good. Three days work, on yeah, it. yeah, and. Um, and then I think that they've they've but sharpened think, the pencil on the price. They've done it, well. Yeah, they have. But is it too is it true 
sort of they're bringing it more towards an iPhone sort of chip? Isn't that sort of what they're doing as it, well? Because remember Samsung's, remember Samsung's Windows, um, what was it called? The, the Galaxy little, Book S. Yeah. That was kind of mobile phone processor and architecture in there. Right. Is this what the M1 is or not? No idea. Because to get that kind of battery life, because the, the Samsung well, had really good battery so, life too. So in terms of it being like a, a smartphone, yes, because it's a unified chip. It's a system on a chip. It's yeah. it's everything. Similar, so it's the similar quite. architecture to an iPhone chip for yeah. sure, yeah. but it's just on stilts More because powerful, it does yeah. what, yeah. what it on can steroids. do. Um, on steroids. But how about, how about when um, no um, 4G, no 5G connection? No, it's just not how Apple rolls. You know why? Because they want to sell you an iPhone. You, the, you can hotspot your they iPhone. They say most people who have Macs have iPhones. Yeah. So I say, your I say, you people don't hotspot enough because it's not as easy as it should be. Yeah, it is easy with an iPhone to a Mac. I mean, it doesn't always work, doesn't it? No. Mine works ninety-five percent of the time. That's not good and enough. It even suggests. Can I just tell you something? It even says, "Oh, do you want to use your phone?" Listen, put a four G SIM in there; it works hundred percent of the time. Yeah, of course, of course. That's my point. Yeah, I know it's great. My phone's got five G, mate, and I know it's pairing better. Yeah. than pairing to a, a mobile hotspot, Let's a Wi-Fi try it hotspot. Let's try it right now. But I'm telling you, it's other networks it's better. On. I'm, I'm, I'm at EFTM. I want EFTMs. You're bludging uh, off me at the moment. I might yep. just download a few files, eh? You go if you like, mate. Got NBN, unlimited, download, no drama. Aussie broadband, good stuff. Bit of chicken and corn for, for myself uh, okay. later. Yeah. You should open Instagram. <laughs> well, can we? I've seen your Instagram. <laughs> can we? Uh, well, can we pivot to the other side of the other Apple story this week? Yeah, and that's the iPhone 12 Mini. Bruce, you poor bastard. And iPhone 12 Pro Max. Go the mini. Which is... Uh, You're saying go big or go home. I'm saying size does not matter. Does not matter, And yeah. after 40 years of trying so, <laughs> to prove it, I've proven it. The well, I let out with, you know, you're either a good things come in small packages, man, which is you, or go big or go home, which is me. And I, I love a big phone. I'm really loving having this massive phone. Did it's you really cool. see the photos I took of the Hunter Valley? Yes, I, I did. I put them in some... Like, yeah. The, mate, well, the, mini, the mini, both. I took them with yeah, both. Yeah. Oh well, the minis. Well, that's exactly like the twelve. It just has a smaller. Screen. I know, but you know, the Pro Max is meant to be. Yeah, it's not leaps and bounds ahead. This is in the my camera. point, right? Yeah. It's. I think it's, it's such not. incremental things like the Dolby Vision at sixty frames per second or something that's, like that's that across all of them. And having no, yeah. but it, the, the 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 Max has one thing about the Dolby Vision that's higher is that than right? everything else. Because like, the Max has got sensor shift. It's got a slightly better um, zoom, and, look, and it's got a different, slightly different telephoto lens. But two two point five times zoom. But that's it. That's the yeah. only difference. I think the sensor shift is in there because it may take up a bit more room than it would in the Pro. Might Stabilization, some, yeah. So yeah. it needs a bit more space. So in the it. reason, I mean, I, I love the, the Mini, and and that's why I did a video about the Mini. But then mm-hmm. I got Stig to use the Pro Max for the video to film it. Yeah. And my favorite part of that video is actually the bit where he walks down the wharf towards me, and I'm yeah. looking at that going. Oh, that's like it's a DJI rock gimbal. Steady, yeah, rock that steady. thing was, and yeah, you know, brilliant. to be clear, he wasn't using a Steadicam. He, he was in a little tripod mount thing, yeah. but he was not using any form of stabilization. Now yeah. he wasn't running, yeah. but it, it looks smooth. It, it out. looks yeah, it smooth. beautiful. Beautiful, yeah, really, really nice. smooth. And, and, the, and it's smart how they they decided to stabilize the sensor as well. rather than the lens, yeah. because the sensor's a lot lighter. Yeah, so the lenses are heavier. Has it got both though? I, I think I think it does have both slightly, but more on the sensor side. That's right. On the, yeah, in the yeah. Pro Max, but um. Yeah, really smart, and and the screen six point seven biggest biggest on an I, iPhone. I think my thing about this is the mini. Um, my concern was people were going to look at it and go, well, it's it's a step down from everything else. Yeah, it's, exactly. It's really yeah. important to understand the mini is the exact same, same phone as the twelve, absolutely, which has an unbelievable camera, except it's smaller. Now, battery yeah. life wise, um, so it's two thirty in the afternoon now. I'm at fifty six percent. 
Were you 100 this morning? I wake up with 100, And you yeah. were smashing that, weren't you? You've been using it all day. You haven't yeah. stopped You haven't stopped since we started recording. No, You've of course. You've been typing away. I don't know who you're texting, mate. Always. I'm just telling people I have you. to put up with this bugger. <laughs> um, I don't know who you're emailing. I got, I got up at, the other day, I got up, and I think it was like a four, because a bloke asked me, what's the battery life like? And I'm like, yeah. I didn't address it, because I just didn't have enough days, genuine usage of yeah. it. Um, and it was, so I got up, that, that morning I was up at four, at three in the afternoon it was at 20%. Pretty good. Yeah, so look, it's not. There's nowhere near. It's, the mini. It's, yeah, it's nowhere near as good as you'll get with a twelve. The twelve Pro really Max important. is like I, sure. I got two days out of it in one one. Instance. I just don't think a Pro Max buyer is potentially a mini buyer, but no. I think a twelve buyer well, is potentially you, a mini buyer. You're opposite. Yes, yeah, it's on. opposites, and and it's it's I, I, my intro was it's, good things come in small packages. Go big or go home, and never the twain shall meet because yes. you're not gonna. You think mm, should I get the mini or should I get the Max? That's not no one's thing. thinking that. That's not a thought. It's either no. that or that. This thing. Is smaller than the iPhone Seven. Yeah, well, it's got I, a bigger screen. I compared it to the Worked SE. You know, the yes. uh, in my video I size. had it. Yeah. Well, it's actually the the no the, the SE same the size as the seven. SE is bigger. Yes, the same the SE is the same size as the seven. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. This so, yeah. is smaller than the SE, the eight, the seven, but and the you six. got a bigger screen, much display bigger display area. Like I play the Star Wars trailer in my video, yeah, no, and you see it. Boom. So it's out there. Just had to put Star Wars. Well, in. You know, Did you get a copyright strike on that? No, not at all. I didn't play it long enough. Yeah, true. Yeah, it's only, it was only a few seconds. Yeah, right. Might have got one, but no, it's all good, mate. Sailed through. But um, there, the oh, I think this is a sweet spot. That's how yeah. I've described it. Eleven ninety nine, all oh, the all the bang, yeah. less the buck. Well, you know, there's people who they still want the power of the camera, the processor, performance, but they don't want to lug around a big screen. They don't want the burden of a big screen. I think so. I reckon for I reckon for a guy who just wants to stick that in a pocket, or for a woman who wants to maybe fit it into a purse. Because I remember having this conversation with Joe. Uh, I said, "Well, I said, why don't she's got a 10? And I said, "Well, we should. I'll I'll get you a new phone." She goes, "Oh no, do, does it fit in my purse? Like, because she's got a little bag that she takes out. Does it fit in here?" Oh well, let's check. And it didn't quite fit in there. So if she wants to get a 12 mini. That will fit for her. So th- these are things. I know we probably our considerations are different for some other people. That's a consideration for them. Totally. Yeah. Well, the number so, of people I, n- I know that still rock a seven or an eight, because size wise, that's the size but they that, want. That's another point I made in my video too, and in my stories that if at up until now, if you didn't want a big screen iPhone like six inches and above, you had to go an SE or hold onto an older phone. But now you've got the choice. You think, okay, I want the latest and greatest, but I don't want a big screen. Yep. I, w- I want to have that. The SE kind of addressed that, but it was the screen pretty small. But here, the screen is actually, when you compare them side by side, 12 mini smaller device, but with a bigger screen. Yeah. So I think they've done very well with the 12 lineup this year. I think it'll be the most successful yeah, iPhone really covered, ever. They've covered everyone, but the, the Pro Max, and everyone I've shown the Pro Max to said, Wow, that's you've big. got small hands. That's big. But here's a couple of other points I made. Um, with the Pro Max, right? So Pro Max, you think, put everything into it, right? Everything. What they didn't put into it was 120 hertz, which Samsung has in the Galaxy Note 20. And from with the, with the Galaxy Note 20, and I think the Ultra 20 this year had it as well, 120 hertz means it's say you want to watch a movie or watch something on your phone, you can flick it on in the settings mm. and enjoy that smoother, sort of that really nice, silky sort of performance. And then when you're done, you can turn it off. Apple didn't even give you that choice. I think they might have impacted the battery too much. 
So that's probably why they never included that option because they're yeah. thinking we're, we're terrified that if people keep it on, it's going to smash the battery performance. I don't know that Apple's the kind of company that would put something in that you got to turn on and off that you unless and that's why it, they assume it's on all the time. It's well, going to degrade the battery. To give you the option, just like like an example is the five G, you know, the data control thing they have, yeah. where if they know you can perform a task with four G, they'll jump bump you down to four G, so you're not using as much power. So they could have yeah. had that for the screen too. My other point too, like look at the size of this screen. Wouldn't it have been great to be able to do like on iPad OS, you can drag in another app and have two apps at the same time? Split screen. That, that would have been, look at the size of that. If I'll, I'll, I'm put, giving you half of my screen there, if you measure the area of that screen, that's as much area as almost on the mini. Yeah, all right. So I reckon that would, I would use that. Imagine having you know, go on in port in landscape and dragging in, you know, from your tool, but from your your little bar here, the the the, the dock. You drag in another app, and then that goes. Okay, you got your browser, and you got your email on one side. With a screen of that size, you could have got away with it. The notch is probably the only little thing maybe it's standing just in the way. Multitasking is barely done on the iPad, let alone bringing it to a phone. Yeah, but uh, you do it though because you've got a bigger screen. You've got the the room to do it. I think that just because you got it yeah. doesn't mean you need to use it, mate. Okay, but just give. I reckon give customers the option. Like on. If on only a, you had that mantra back on the footy trips. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. I'm trying to work out the link there, but that's okay. Just because you got it doesn't mean you have to use it. Too. I understand, right? Okay. What um, happens on tour? There's been a lot of Apple news. Even I'm exhausted, to be honest. Yeah, Bruce. Um, you, you know what, Bruce? You were right. Yeah. <laughs> This M1 was, this chip. Was, this was Trevor's idea, by the it, way. Oh. <laughs> I said, well, let's lead out with something else. Oh, and then Trevor said, so no, stuff it. That's just not true. We had, an editor- we had a longer editorial meeting today yeah, than ever. It was actually six minutes instead of five yeah, minutes. Yeah, only because right? Stephen had four minutes worth of emails just sent. Yeah, well, yeah, um, right. All the details of the M1 chip, the Mac, uh, MacBook Air, Mac Mini and MacBook Pro, plus our iPhone 12 and Pro Max reviews are at eftm.com and techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. What, what a busy week. We've had all the Apple announcements. Apple new iPhones coming out. We've got Call of Duty coming out tomorrow. We've got all... It's everything... You and I are lined up. We're going to have a, have a death match straight up. Bloody oath. Yeah. Be prepared for me to stab you again. I'll, you will too. <laughs> we'll you do bastard. a private, private multiplayer. Yeah, will you something? run through the campaign before you do multiplayer? Or you I'll, I'll, try, multiplayer? I'll try. No, I'll, I'll start the campaign and then pop into the multiplayer and then come back and complete a bit more. And Yeah. Okay. And then once the campaign's done, then I'm done. Then I'm all in on the multiplayer. Friday night. I've been playing the betas for the past month. Okay. Well, the yeah, online. Yeah, the so online. you've got an advantage already. So, no, well, I've, got, I've got, it's only was, what, like four maps I play. There's probably going to be a lot more. So I have seen them. They are pretty good. But talking of games and consoles, yep. it's also the week where you got a new Xbox Series X and the PlayStation 5. Yeah, I mean, Xbox Series X uh, launched on, was it Tuesday? Yesterday. Two days ago. Yeah, Tuesday. Tuesday, yeah. Uh, PlayStation Today, Thursday. Yeah. Um, look, I from everything I can find at a retailer level, PlayStation is outselling the Xbox. Yeah. By many multiples to one. And my info is they dropped a few into retail that would have sold out in like three minutes. Oh, yeah. 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 I, I always expected that So if you didn't have a pre-order to pick up, they did have some consoles just thrown into the mix. And yeah. They would have been I expected there up. would be a handful. But they also today on EB Games, Gamesman, JB Hi-Fi, Harvey Norman dropped uh, another wave of orders that wow. will deliver on the 8th or 15th of December. Really? Before yes. Christmas? Yes. That's great news. So I think a lot of people today wow. got the relief 
that they needed. But yeah. again, it crashed. Like the games and website crashed. Oh, no. Um, uh, I don't know whether EB sold out yet, but they probably wow. have. Let's so check. if you're listening now, it's probably too late. EB Games? Um, uh, no, we'll try JB. Okay. JB Hi-Fi had them as well. I think they had them down for 10th of December or something like that. Wow. So, you know, there, there, there was a, another wave um, of orders, which is good news. But, man, the, the popularity of the PlayStation has blown me away. I mean, people wanted to know about the Xbox, but I've never had more questions about anything other than the PlayStation. And, mate, I'll tell you why. It's, it's really as simple as it's the controller. The controller yeah. is the reason, and you experienced this with Astro's play, Playroom, yeah. right? It, Stand out. It is just a new way of gaming. We talked about this briefly last week, I know, but, you know, adjusting how the trigger works and different settings, um, the vibrations, the sound, the, the feel. They've really reworked the controller, I feel, more than they have the console, and Xbox have simply put all their effort into the console, and the controller's just enhanced a tiny bit. The Xbox, yeah, it's basically the same controller. It's just slightly They've different. Just added, a of, added a bit of texturing to the back of it. And, and, and the, the D-pad yeah. is just circular now slimmer. instead of being just yeah. uh, across. The Xbox, though, is, um, I don't think, quite as many launch titles as the, as you would have liked. No, but, that's true. But it's, it's, the, it's the long game, I reckon. It's going to be, obviously... Lot of games to support it, yeah. But I think the Xbox Game Pass, mate, that's the that's the secret. Mate, we signed there. up to that a few months that ago, so and I got to be honest, it's been so good. That's to like to Netflix go, for games, isn't it? Yeah, it's incredible. And by the way, Microsoft announced today that their X Cloud is launching in Australia. Um, oh. you can sign up for pre. I think it's going to be an invite only thing on that. This is their cloud service, which is yeah. legit Netflix for games. So, wow. like, it's it's a pretty epic time for Microsoft. And by no means has Microsoft failed. This is just. It just shows how big a credibility and clout Sony have in the gaming market. I think Sony's Absolutely, dominance yeah. over this launch week. It's been yeah. epic. Could you have two consoles that look more different? Oh, mate, that's... Isn't that amazing? Isn't it unbelievable? In my Xbox... Re- I published my Xbox review this week, and um, oh, there's one line I'm very proud of. I'm going to read it out, okay? Okay, yeah. About the design. The Xbox, I could... It was kind of love it or, love it or hate it sort yeah. of thing, and, and I said that... It's not going to win any beauty contests, but it'll it'll win the arm wrestle because it's powerful. Yeah. And I said, but then the PlayStation is completely the opposite and is has a bit more of a flamboyant design and literally has flair. There's flaring yeah. things. And I said it was uh, looks like it was designed by Elton John after a big night out. <laughs> you know what's going to happen with the, with the PlayStation? Mm. Special edition covers. Those uh, white bits, you'd just be able to replace them, I reckon, or reckon? snap other things onto them. Will they pop off? Either that, or there's just going to be redesigned versions done. You just imagine how... Like, that's like a beautiful canvas for something like yeah. a bit of artwork or something, eh? Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I've got mine lying down in the, in the cabinet, but yeah. standing up, it's a majestic-looking bloody thing. Yeah, it looks good. I'm going to take them room? home today, yeah. and, and hopefully Amanda lets us leave it on the entertainment unit. I don't know. What do you mean? You're going to ask her? She doesn't her? like Siri sitting there. Mate, don't ask her. Just tell her. So this is where these sit. Is that how it works at mate. your place, or <laughs> I'm not even the twelfth nah, man, I'm and joking. she's the opener. I'm joking. All right, I'm so joking. you do what she says, mate. Yeah. You do it. You just do what you're told. Okay. <laughs> just say, you know, my, my advice to everyone listening, married men listening, just say these two words: yes, dear. Yes, dear. And, and I'm you'll sorry. have a good life. <laughs> and I'm sorry. Yeah. No, and the other one is you're right. Yeah, you're right. Yes, dear. You're right. I'm sorry. Put Garrett, those together, and you might actually guarantee get some. you'll have a happier marriage. <laughs> <laughs> That's some advice from the two blokes. Been, <laughs> and I'm coming up to my 28th wedding anniversary in a week, so I've um, been down that road. It's a long and winding road. God, How old. far are you in, mate? Uh, this will be you got, you've had 15, 10 already, I think. Wow. 
Hang on. 15? No, we sure? might have had 15 last year. So sure? I think this is 16. What year did you get married? 2004 into five because it was Christmas. So it's going to be New six, Year's Eve. It's going to be 16 this yeah, year then, mate. 16. Yes, come on. I can never never forget the date, but I do forget it's the year. It's New Year's Eve, isn't it? You date, the date yeah. December 31. Yeah. But was it 2004 or 2005? Like, you know. Well, New Year's Eve. Okay. Because you're celebrating the November, New Year 2005. November, 20, but, November 21 for us. Very good. November 21st, yeah. So, yeah, that's, that's actually next week. Um, What'd you get her? Tomorrow, tomorrow week. Uh, I put some money towards a uh, a bracelet she wanted to buy from Tiffany's. Yeah, oh, and and when I say put money towards, I paid for the. <laughs> yeah. It was my money. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I bought her a bracelet. Ah, oh, that's yeah. good. All right. Well, um, details of the PlayStation and Xbox at techguide.com.au and eftm.com. This is two blokes talking tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Two Blokes Talking Tech are sponsored by our good mates at Arlo. Arlo smart home products provide award-winning innovation in home security, and they've just launched the Arlo Essential Wire-Free Video Doorbell. Great if you don't have power at your door and you want to uh, you want to be able to still answer your door. The wire-free version means you can have batteries there, or if you've got power, you can use power. Provides multiple instalment options, as we just said. Uh, most convenient way for you, you can go wire-free, hardwire it, however you want. Don't miss a thing, though. It's got a 180-degree viewing angle and a one-to-one aspect ratio that allows you to see the person from head to toe. And you're also able to answer the door straight away because there's no notification. You're not bumping on a notification, waiting for the app to start. It instantly calls you, and so you can see who's at your door straight away. Two-way audio and personalised alerts allow you to quickly communicate with delivery men or visitors and take action even if you're not home. My favourite is being able to leave a message. People can ring your doorbell, and you can have a pre-prepared message to say, I'm sorry, yeah, I'm, I'm not accepting packages yep. today. Leave it at the or door. leave it at the front door, yeah. Uh, it's going to be available from mid-December. It's going to be priced at 329 bucks. So get on to that one. It's coming soon. Arlo, protect and connect what matters most to you. And if you want more information, visit arlo.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Now, a few weeks ago, I talked about Stan making some sport available free in front of the paywall in 2021. I thought that was a fascinating kind of announcement from Patrick Delaney to say they're going to... Because you think about Stan, Netflix, um, uh, all these streaming services. When you download the app, they don't work at all unless you've got a subscription, right? But KO, Patrick Delaney announced, are going to make it so you can download the app and you can watch some stuff. Right. Documentary, highlights... And there'll be some live sports, so supercars, a couple of yeah, races, right. are going to be uh, free. in front of the paywall for free. Okay. It's like a massive tease. But, it's but like I think to entice you to subscribe. Yeah, but, but think about the number of people who go, oh, it won't be any good streaming, it'll be rubbish. If they were able to actually experience a live event, see the quality, understand casting, multi-view, all these different things, maybe they'll get them over the line. I now make sense of that announcement from Patrick uh, Delaney because clearly at the time, Rugby Australia were negotiating their new TV rights. And clearly at the time, Foxtel caught wind of the fact that they were not the only bidder. Because, you know, Foxtel have free reign over a lot of sports because they've got the network, they've got the money, they can do their best. So I think what has happened here is Foxtel's worked out they're going to need more than just KO as it is because, mate, there's going to be a competitor next year and that competitor is Stan. Stan, yeah. Stan is going to have the rugby. I couldn't give a rat's. Um, 
but it'll also be on Channel 9 like the Wallabies games. Yep. But the rugby, all the different forms of rugby are going to be available to watch live on stand. But today, their strategy became more clear. They announced the Wimbledon Roland Garros Grand Slam tournaments. Every match, every court, ad-free on stand. Really? So doesn't, Who doesn't Channel 7 own those rights Not now? anymore. Foxtel and Channel 7, thanks for your time. Oh, so it's, it's back to Channel 9 now. It's or, now, see, this is a thing. Because 9 is, isn't, isn't 9 an, uh, uh, nine shareholder owns, of nine, Stan? They own it outright. Yeah, right. They own Stan outright. It used to be 9 and Fairfax, but now 9 owns Fairfax. Yeah, right. So the 9 Entertainment Group owns Stan. So they can buy the rights to Wimbledon, and they can offer that purse, that, that company, Wimbledon, they can offer them free-to-air coverage of the final and the whatever, the whatever, all the Aussie games, yep. matches. That makes and sense. And they can make everything available via their streaming service. So there's a subscription revenue, and they can pay the money. So just to be clear... You're not going to get sport as part of your current stand subscription, but you there'll be an extra fee. So there'll be a you know add-on pack or something like that. It's a lot of ticking going on, mate. We've just hit 17,000. Look at that ticking. Oh, wow. That's just beautiful. A very nice number yeah, there on, nice. on the Facebook. So they'll, like if you're paying 10 bucks a month now, let's say it's five or 10 more to get the sport pack and you'll get Wimbledon. Now, cautiously, I'm not sure what they should charge because KO is 25 bucks and you get a wealth of stuff. They better not charge 25 because you're only getting rugby and tennis. Yep. But if they charge five on top of the 10, maybe they'll only make it available to people on premium stand at a five or $10 fee. But, you know, for a rugby fan, that's a no-brainer. For a tennis fan, you just turn it on for the Wimbledon week or mm. month. Like, I think it's smart. And it's it just, mate, Foxtel would be packing their duds right now. Yeah. They'd I be think like, wow, hang I on a minute. We've never had competition. Yeah. it's I think it's trying to put your... Put your content in the most crowded place. It's like when it's like when Foxtel introduced Netflix. They they thought, well, we want we want people to be on our platform. Yep. So that's why well Netflix is here too. So you don't have to leave our platform. Yep. Um, so here again, stand are trying to entice and Ko trying to entice that the especially in Australia we do love our sport uh, that as another option that was always sort of the bastion of live like live TV free to air yep. TV. But considering how much we're streaming now and, and accessing our content in these different ways, then it makes a lot of sense. But um, just how much sport, like I think Wimbledon, that that'll be interesting to see how that goes because I think the granularity of that, you being able to watch Australians and whatever court you want to watch, that's yeah. really cool. But let me let me let me put this to you: they've just redone the TV rights deal for the NRLs, probably three or four years or whatever. Yep. In four years, if Foxtel don't have the NRL, yeah, they're in big trouble. Yeah. Absolutely. If, if the nine entertainment company yeah. is able to pay whatever the number is that's required yeah. and have everything. <laughs> wow. So subscriptions would via that ever stand. Happen, would that ever happen? Why wouldn't it? Because no, because don't Fox get don't don't the league get a, do they do a deal with a pay T V provider and then do an air free to air provider. What they have is rights. And they have yeah. subscription rights, free to air rights. Yeah. Standard subscription. Yeah. Mate, I'm telling you, it'll cost them a lot more money. Well, well they'll double them. It'll cost it depends, them double. Depends what Foxtel's business is like at that point. Mm. Foxtel's business isn't doing great. Yeah. So if they don't have the funds to pay more, then all Nine's got to do is pay what is being paid now. But from an NRL perspective, you'd want to you'd want to not be able to um, lose. Like pay yourself less, have you have less money out of the deal? You'd still want to, if nine want to take it for standard. No, but as nine well. will pay. So let's say I don't know what the numbers are. Let's say it's a billion dollars yeah. for a combined deal, nine and Foxtel, right? Mm. right? I think so, I, I just think that's the free to air cost billion. No, it's not. It's both. 
So whatever it is, though, it doesn't matter. What I'm saying is Nine's not going to pay the same as what they pay now for the stand rights. I'm saying Nine pays whatever the NRL receives in total TV revenue, Mm. Nine pays it so that it's on Nine and Stan. Imagine that. I I can't see that ever happening. Why? Because Foxtel, the the whole platform... Revolves around Rugby League. It does, but they were sort of there at the get-go. And they also doesn't matter. The NRL also has a well, the NRL's half owned, still a half owned by News Limited has an interest, and so the the and they still have an interest in Foxtel. Well, so that's not fair. Not, if that's the not, case, they're not going to dud themselves. You reckon? Positive. Why? Why would they do that? It'd be like it'd be like they're denying their own their own chances. All right, from well, their own AFL. Know. They don't have a the NRL uh, News Limited doesn't maybe, own maybe, the AFL. Maybe not. But that, that's what that's what it boils down to is who who owns what. NRL's half the board is it still News Limited, isn't it? They've still got a strong interest in it. Foxtel still – is that still half News Limited? I don't, I don't think it is as big anymore, no. Well, it's, it's definitely there's something there. Like News Corp got the NRL. interest in it. Yeah. Uh, I'm yeah. not sure. It's NRL, no, definitely it. still there. But that, that's that's the only stand in that particular instance. But, look, I think this stand move, though, very, very good first step towards sort of redefining what our idea of streaming entertainment is. Because if you can fit sport next to the latest series of billions, then happy days. If the, the, that's the platform you're going to spend more time on, then – so that's that's the whole idea, isn't it? Making people spend more time on your platform, more Spot subscribing, on. keeping them there, more minutes, more yeah. time, make it happen. I'm fascinated by yeah. um, interesting and and, it, and a sport. You know, we love our sport in Australia, and we're prepared you, you, to pay you look, for it. You look at all the whenever six hundred thousand subscribers paying for KO. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's that's typically that's, that's a lot. Yeah, I know. But you you look at them whenever they release the top ten most highly rated TV programs of a particular year, yeah. eight of them are sporting events, yeah. like State of Origin, Grand Final, all that. A lot of those are on the anti siphoning list, so they'll always be on free to wear though. Of course, but that's another point too. Like the anti siphoning, how's that going to play into this? Where you know, say the cricket, for example. I know Fox has the cricket, but there has to be someone free to wear as well. Yeah. But so how's that so, going to work? Well, let's say obviously nine wouldn't have the space now, so they wouldn't do that. But they could bid for the. For the cricket, and they could run the Ashes and the Boxing Day tests, but the rest of the cricket, the Sheffield Shield and all, Shield and all that, the oh, stuff that's on Foxtel, the paid platform is on the yeah, paid right, platform because they can fulfil both sides. Yeah. yeah, well, that's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, but again, I don't think cricket, even cricket and the league, they're not going to dud themselves if they can sell something to Foxtel. They still want to sell them something. Yeah, but if they nine, don't care as long as the nine, money comes in. I know that's what I'm saying. If nine want to pay more and be able to put, chuck it on Stan as well, no, no, I, just to be clear, yeah. I'm not saying they pay what they pay now. I know, yeah. I'm saying they pay. So if they if it's a billion dollars for TV rights and nine pays four hundred million and Fox pays six hundred million, mm. I'm saying next time round nine pays a billion yeah. and gets everything, including the pay the pay, pay TV rights. rights. Yeah. Wow. That's and what Fox I'm saying. Still has nothing. Yeah. I don't think that's going to happen. I don't think the NRL. NRL, okay. so listen. Forget the NRL. Forget the NRL. Forget the NRL. Just yeah. think about cricket. Think about AFL. Yeah. Think about Formula One. Think about all the different sports. Yeah. This is the new The new world is Foxtel. Even, even cricket. Man, if, Fox, if Patrick Delaney doesn't have a war room set up right now, yeah. he's, his business is dead. Yeah. Because he needs to strategize. This is. Absolutely. They are yeah. under attack. Yeah. No, you're right. Foxtel you're is right. under attack. No, I agree with you. And, Full stop. And, and the and look, you you it harks back to bloody the Super League war back in the mid nineties. That's what it, that's what Super League was about. Yeah, Super League was about pay having TV. a product for pay TV, and that's where it all started. And they knew that our, our league is a great product, TV product, 
And that's how it all started and how it all finished and how it was all divided up now. And now you've got your free-to-air rights and your pay TV rights and your digital rights and all kinds of rights. Yeah. And now they're streaming services. But and just finally, think about your Wimbledon and your like. And I'll, I'll give you the, the Olympics as the other good example. Most sporting organisations don't want to... So it's all right for the NRL and the AFL to get um, Foxtel and Channel 9 in a room and negotiate something, right? But the Olympics is not done on a, on a, on a multiple... They don't do a deal with a radio station. They don't do it with a TV and a, a pay TV. Yep. What happens with the Olympics is, for example, and this would be the same with tennis, is they do a deal with Channel 7. In the example, Channel Seven buys everything, and they're allowed to then sub-license away right. pay TV rights. So okay. I, I did contracts, I did Olympic contracts with Channel Seven for the radio rights. We never do it with the IOC. Yeah. We do it with Channel Seven. Yeah, the rights the I, holder. And the yeah. IOC simply signed off on the contract to make sure it was right. under their terms. Okay. This this style of approach from Nine and Stan makes it easy for global sports bodies to go. Oh, so I'll give you another example: Optus and the EPL. Yeah. Right, big deal. They took that off. Right, yeah. imagine Channel Nine goes. You know what? We'll do the rights for the EPL, and we will play the FA Cup final and the EPL, whatever the hell the big game is, on Channel Nine. Everything else is going to be on stand. Uh. And Optus goes, "Oh, <laughs> what just happened?" Because they can't compete with that. They can compete on a money. They can compete on the streaming, but they can't compete on the audience of free to air. Yeah, massive. Massive. Interesting times. Anyway, um, well, we'd be interested in your thoughts if you want to yeah. hit us up on the hashtag Ziggy Zaggy. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Trevor Long, at Stephen Fennick. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Well, as you know, Trevor, I'm an electric car driver. Are you really? Yeah. And, um, really? I don't, I don't write about it as much as some other people, but I, uh, I do like to talk Jeez, I've had some Barneys with him over the last few weeks. Have you seen those? <laughs> I have, actually. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, we're, uh, there's another EV on the market, and this is from MG, yeah. which is the, it's the ZS EV. And what I like about this is they've taken an approach to make this uh, affordable. So it's, it's 43990 drive away. And what their what their strategy is to sort of make this a bit more competitive, so it's more of a mainstream choice for a yeah, new car. It's buyer. the cheapest electric car in Australia. That's that's the 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 barrier to per, the barrier to an EV today is price because yeah. the Teslas are expensive. Yeah. So the other other EVs are expensive. Uh, are, are, are the new technology Hyundai you're Ionic, kind of paying for the 50, new technology. 60 grand. It's a lot of money to spend, even yeah. though it's an EV. And and, and yes. There are financials. Most of the Tesla people, I remember Heath at Tesla would always say, but mate, you're saving over the long term. Yeah. I don't give a rats. I've got to have the money up front. Yeah. I'll so, mention something that, w- that we spoke about on 2GB yesterday before my tech segment about EV drivers and a, and a tax they're introducing in South Australia. Oh, we'll mention that. Well, mate, yeah. stand by for an argument on that one. Yeah. It's... Um, but let's talk about the MG let's first. Let's talk about the MG so, first. So this let is let me ZS. tell you the good and the bad. Yes. The good news is it's a $43,699 Four three nine ninety. Four three nine nine. Drive Sorry. away. That's amazing. That's a cheap EV, but you are paying a seventeen thousand dollar premium over and above the ZS petrol, the oh. best, the top end. Oh, so the so the premium to go electric is seventeen thousand dollars. And I've always said, and I've said this about the Hyundai. I've said this about Jaguars. That it, there's a price to pay. So for the similarly equivalent car. In that company's range, in this case, they literally have a ZS petrol. You're paying seventeen thousand dollars more money. Wow! Now, is see this is the problem with the take? The headline is huge. It's the cheapest EV. So if you're desperate to go EV, you really want to go green. This is you. Mm. But what it does, so it 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 it, still comes at a cost. It sells across to those 
people that are green. Yeah. But for people like me, who I'm, I'm not not environmentally conscious. We yeah. recycle. We have soft friggin' plastic bins. We do everything we can in terms of the environment within our reasonable power. But and I'd love to have an EV. But if I was going to buy a micro SUV, which is kind of how you describe the MG ZS, would I spend twenty six grand on the petrol version or forty three on the electric? I would struggle to pay the forty three. And I think that's mm. my challenge. Is it's just a financial thing. Yeah, I, I think yeah, you're right. It it is. It's an investment, I think, people looking at it. And, and, yeah, you can say, look, over the life of the car, you can probably save that money back anyway totally, yeah. on your fuel. But yep. I think, though, it's a step in the right direction. It's, it is very competitive for anyone considering it. Uh, and it has, has a, what has it got, a 43-kilowatt 43, 43 battery that has a range of about, what, 260? 260, something like that. Yeah. Which so, is perfect. That's great. Yeah, and, and, and it, it's got the... It, you can have it connected to your house, your household socket overnight charge, or they do have some 350 kilowatt DC superchargers as well around the place that'll that support uh, that'll plug into the car as well. So that'll get you about up to 80 percent in about 45 minutes. Yeah, because that's one question people ask: How long does it take to charge? Is yeah. probably the one top question. Yeah, and the second question is: How far can you go on a charge? And that, that's addressed. It, but that's pretty good. It's not. It's not like world beating as as long. Like my Tesla's got about nearly five hundred kilo, kilometer range. You've got a seventy five kilowatt battery in it. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So this is not South bad. Australia. Well, South Australia proposing an EV tax, which means yeah, yeah, which means that from July twenty twenty one. EV owners have to pay a tax because they're not paying for fuel. And which which part of that is a tax for sort of Fuel to excise. pay for the roads and stuff, and I, I was just Deborah and I I was sit, literally sitting in the studio and, and and I was shaking my head thinking thumbs down, and she goes I know an electric car driver he's sitting right here Stephen Fennick boom and then we started talking about it, and I said well that's not I said I still pay my tolls I still pay everything there, uh, maybe they might want to charge me more a bit more rego because I'm driving that. I said, well, where does it stop? Like, uh, 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 I'm using solar panels at home. Are the electricity companies going to charge me a tax on that as well? Or I know, I know I'm using the road like everyone else. And yes, I understand that the government decided to clip the ticket on fuel prices as a tax. So should I have to pay a tax on that? So I did a lot of work on this April last year, mm-hmm. like when the election was on, because it was a it was a big topic about EVs. Um, here, here's the numbers, right? Here's what matters most today in the current set of f- federal budget. The federal government re- reaps seventeen billion dollars a year from the fuel excise. One seven seventeen billion B for billion dollars a year from taxes when we buy petrol, right? Yep. By 2030, using, I did some projections, projected growth of, you know, the EVs, taxes. Yeah. No, no, projected growth of the taxes. Yep. By 2030, it'll be $27 billion, so right? More. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. Because well, we, well, because more cars on the road, more, that, that's yeah, just well, the budget projections. Hang on, hang on, no, 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 I'm just doing the stats. Yeah, this yeah. is just the federal government numbers, yeah. right? Budget grows, all those things, right? Yeah. So the cost of fuel, everything goes up. $27 billion a year. Now, how do you replace that money when there's 100% of EVs on the road, yeah. let alone we've we got to gradually get there, right? Yep. How do you replace that money? Your tolls don't pay for the roads. Your tolls pay for a road. 
Yeah. yeah? The toll yeah. on the bridge pays for the maintenance of the bridge. The toll yeah. on the North Connects pay, pays that money back. Yeah. But who's paying for the Pennant Hills Road to be upgraded? Who's paying for the, the Hume Highway? These things all cost money, so right? Like, what about our taxes that we pay anyway? Like, like our, I know it's a state-by-state state thing for, for, for yeah, I had this some, infrastructure. I, like, I guarantee he's not a podcast listener, but if he is, good luck to you, brother. He's just a <laughs> narc who just won't stop at me on Facebook about this, telling me that I'm not thinking about the future of my kids and the environment. Just calm down. I'm talking about a budget. Yeah. If if there's a projected $27 billion hole in the budget, how do we fill it, right? Now, yes, your taxes go towards roads and hospitals. But – and this – that $27 billion probably partly goes towards hospitals as well as roads or yeah. what, or vice versa. doesn't matter. All I'm saying is there's a hole in the budget, dear Eliza, dear Eliza. How do we fill it? Yeah. And that – and I'm not saying the answer is taxing EV owners. I'm yeah. just saying we have to talk about it now yeah. – before we hit this hole in the bucket, right? Yeah, exactly. So right. now you said rego. So what I would say is immediately make a plan over two years to, to get rid of the fuel excise. Yeah. So petrol becomes 40 cents a litre cheaper, yeah. right? But we all pay higher regos, right? So that'll, you, that'll leave it out. You, yeah. you, you find a way of, of replacing it that way, yeah. right? But it has to, has to so, increment, so right? So rather than it prejudicing EV drivers... Everyone gets their rego increase. Yeah, we're saying there's a, there's a tax for using the roads. Currently, we implement that tax through yeah. a fuel system because when it was introduced, there was no other there was no there other was no way EVs. for a car to get yeah, around. Exactly right. They'd yeah. stopped using horses, so we didn't need to you know <laughs> we didn't need to tax shoes yeah. on horses, right? Yes, yes. So because we know there's a hole in the budget, because we know the sense of what's going to happen, let's just switch yeah. it around now. Well, I think that's that's be that'd be fairer than than targeting EV drivers. Because you if, then would go, oh, I'm paying five hundred a year. How much yeah. are you paying? I'd say I'm paying two hundred. No, yeah, I'm, I'm paying four hundred and twenty because I've got a little Mazda two. Yeah. In my carnival, I've got to pay six hundred because it's a yeah. bigger car, yeah. based on the weight of the car or something like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Um, the roads need to be maintained. The, the yeah, hole in the budget no, look, needs to be filled. I agree, and, I, and I'd be willing to pay extra rego. I, I just don't. As think long as every other user was paying the exactly same. Exactly right. I think that rather than prejudicing my choice of vehicle to drive, and and I've done look, I, I could I, I'm I'm being punished for a, for an option that is less emissions and better for the environment. I'm having having yeah, to pay I, more I'm, money, but I'm being punished because I couldn't afford an EV. Well, I'm being punished we, every time get, I fill up. We're going to go round and round then. See my so, point, though? Yeah, Which is why it needs to be equitable. It needs to be, exactly. So rego is the common denominator among all Can vehicles. I tell you right now, if you propose that, you, Tesla-owning yeah. Steve, yeah. propose that, you will be shot down by the Tesla fanboys and you know who they are. Yeah. They just make that, there's this ridiculous mentality among the, te- yeah. not the EV community, I'm telling you, because yeah. Jaguar uh, F-type or whatever they call it, I can't remember, I-Pace drivers. Yeah. I don't don't whinge about these things. Yeah. Tesla owners yeah, do, right? But look, the, co- the bottom they line is... They just feel entitled. It's this sense of entitlement. I'm entitled to use the roads. I'm doing a great thing for the environment. Yes, but who's paying for the roads? the roads? No, no, look, you got to use the road, and we all use the road. That's the thing we've all got in common. Now, Whether you drive a petrol car or electric car, it's the same road you drive on. If, if I had my way and I was in government, I would implement systems that was a per kilometre charge. But right now, you're not going to implement a system where your rego is based on the number of kilometres you drive and all that stuff, because no. that would be even fairer, right? Yeah. You know, but they would also disadvantage people who live and work on the road. Because exactly. Like but then again, they're the ones using it the most. That's already sort of biting into a lot of people who pay really high tolls. So. A lot of toll money, and they're getting a reduction in their registration. Yeah. They hit a certain amount, they get a, re- a reduction, anyway, free rego sometimes. With me there, mate. Yeah, Just well. Oh, look, I think it's I, you know, I'm, I'm really pleased. I'm really pleased that you're not 
closed off to the idea that you need to pay something. Exactly. I'd, I'd be willing to pay more for Rego. Yep. As long as everyone else is in the same boat. Good. Okay. So we're all in this, this together. We can continue to be friends. Absolutely, mate. Because that not, was about well, to be a deal breaker, buddy. Like I, I, <laughs> I, I still pay the same tolls that you pay. And yeah. I, if I pay my rego like everyone else. And if we're if if the the migration away from from fuel cars that that's going to cause an issue. Yeah. But we still all need to register our cars there's on the road, a, no matter what sort of a car. There's a dude from the Electric Vehicle Council who I quoted in my story at EFTM.com. And he said, it's like, uh, you know, rem- uh, removing the tax on uh, on nicotine and, and putting it onto nicotine, nicotine gum. Well, <laughs> man, it's very different because there's a direct health impact on smoking, right? We People die because they smoke. That's an impact on the health system. So, yes, taxing nicotine gum would be stupid. But there's no actual direct, you know, cost benefit to people driving EVs. It's a... I guess it's a moral, it's a future thinking, environmental thing. There's no direct number that can be associated with the saving of CO2 from your car emissions in terms of people's health or another part of the government budget. All I'm talking about is the government budget and make sure that it balances yeah. and, or, and, or doesn't. And if you can't get your money from there, it's got to come from somewhere else. Spot on. Yeah. Uh, I did write about this and those numbers that I quoted are up at EFTM.com, including a link back to the thing I did last April, which was when the... Labor Party was proposing EVs as a thing, and there are a lot of graphs and charts. I did a lot of research in that article. Wow. Anyway, that's up at EFTM.com. Everything about tech you never wanted to know. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. And we do it all thanks to the good people at Netgear who provide uh, a, the best advanced networking to your home or small business, whether you're a gamer or just an everyday family or a massive smart home family. And it should be said that the uh, PlayStation 5 is Wi-Fi 6 enabled. So if you wanted to look for a Wi-Fi 6 enabled router, you'll find a host of them from Netgear, including the Wi-Fi 6 Orbi, the Wi-Fi 6 Nighthawk mesh system and the brand new Nighthawk gaming router, which will not just give you Wi-Fi 6 connection. And that means freeing up your PlayStation, you can put it in a different room. You can finally be, be free from that Ethernet cable. Wi-Fi 6 is gaming enabled and the PlayStation 6, PlayStation 5 is ready for it. You can find out details about Wi-Fi 6 at netgear.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. We've rabbited on a fair bit, so we'll, uh, we'll be, be quick here. Um, we were at the Sennheiser store earlier in the year. and, uh, and March I it was, mate. Briefly mentioned this last Pre, week. Pre-COVID. Seems like five years ago. It does, doesn't it? Yeah. Like this year, pre feels really long. Yeah. Really long. And we sat, do you remember, not the ex- crazy headphones in the back room, but those down the front yes. of the store. And anyone can go to the Sennheiser store under COVID, you'll have to check, but yeah. you can go there and you can listen to music on these great headphones. They were the HD800S. And I remember putting them on, it was like, wow, these are amazing. Yeah. So because Sennheiser is 75 years old, which I think is just remarkable in and of itself. For an audio company. Um, yeah. I think you've you've looked at the 75th anniversary True Wireless. Did you see those? I did, yeah. The Momentum True Wireless. Yeah, they're I mean, beautiful. They're yeah. the same headphones as the Momentum True Wireless. They've yeah. just got a different logo different on logo them. Different logo and uh, um, styling, Different yeah. case. You know, yeah. beautiful. And it's kind of like a special edition. And yeah. I think Sennheiser fans love that. And so for the same reason, they've released a 75th anniversary edition of the HD800S, which are reference headphones. These are open-backed but they've put a kind of matte gold finish on them. There's only 750 of them being made. Each one is individually numbered. They have the same high audio quality. In fact, I signed up to Tidal, the, uh, yeah, the streaming, the streaming service, service, the high-res streaming so service. that I could listen to these because nice. I thought, like, yeah. no point. Like, in fact, you can't plug them in your phone because there's around. no three-and-a-half-mil jack. It's only yes. a big puppy. So you got a separate thing with it. I, yeah. I went. I, well, I asked them to borrow a, a amplifier because the only thing I could plug him into was the Roadcaster, and I didn't kind of want to uh, downgrade so like audio through quarter that. Inch, yeah. um, but mate, it was exceptional. Oh, 
I mean, again, we've talked about your your ability as an audiophile and videophile to be able to spot the differences. Yeah. But so I was listening to things like well, obviously Farnham, but like uh, <laughs> Phil Collins. Um, in the air tonight, you know, the drums. Yeah. Uh, listen to Bohemian Rhapsody. Listen to a bit of Metallica. Mm. And while it's it's funny how much I now now realize other brands, and that's fine because every brand has its signature sound. Mm. JBL has a signature sound. Beats has a signature sound. You know what you're going to get? Like you're going to get heavy bass with a with a Beats. JBL has this kind of uniform with a slight edge on bass and a bit of treble in their kind yeah. of products. Whereas Sennheiser has a sound, but in these ones... It's neutral. It's a reference headphone. And that, mate, that's Sennheiser. It was though. wonderful. Sennheiser, to me, to my ears, Sennheiser don't try to trick up the sound. No, it's like, neutral. You know, yeah. Like you said, others have sort of, they tweak the bass and do stuff with it. They try to give it as natural, sort of the high fidelity sound. And in terms of like audio files, I find that the best way to test out those really good headphones and earphones is listening to live music. Yes. Live you can music. Hear the, yeah. can re- well, you can really hear every little nuance. Digression, but I tell you, Tidal is yeah. awesome. Do you remember a few weeks ago, maybe a month ago, I said I would pay good money for a streaming service that had concerts. Concerts, yeah. Oh, they've got it. Tidal. But but videos? Or? Yes. Really? Yes. What's, so, what's that cost oh, a month? I think it's, a bit, it's more than anything. It's like 26 or something. yeah. But, mate, I, so I've loved listening to the Billy Joel Live at Shea Stadium album for years. It's yeah. brilliant. It's a great album. They're going to knock down Shea Stadium. He played there. Shea yeah. Stadium's where the Beatles played in, like, 64. Yes. John, Paul McCartney came out and bloody played on stage. It was, that was an the, awesome that's concert, That's the stadium right? in Queens, isn't it? Yeah. And then now it's called Brooklyn. City Field. Now it's um, Brooklyn, right, right. It, it, It's Brooklyn. just, like, it's an epic concert. I've never seen it. Mate, it's on Tidal. Oh, man, it was awesome wow. to see Paul McCartney walk on stage, Garth Brooks and all these. Like, the video's yeah. there. Now, the video's yeah. 720p, so it's kind of this weird... Um, great sound, not great the best sound, video. Great sound, not the best yeah, video, but right. it looks great on a computer. Yeah. But, mate, I was blown away by the yeah. number of videos they've got. So, uh, genuinely, for right? pure audio files, oh, yeah. I, I do recommend you have a look at title. I'd never looked. I'd heard about it. Does, isn't, like, Jay-Z? Like I think, yeah, of the, it's one a of few the musicians are into yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, he's sort of created Well yeah. worth a look if you're an audio file, but not if you're listening through, you know, AirPods, because oh, they, they're going to... Yeah. If you've got good headphones, maybe there's a few brands that have high res audio yeah but sort of also usual. yeah i imagine myself Stephen, um retired um in 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 the library at home because obviously you'd have a bookshelves and wooden bookshelves and the big leather lounge but your shelves would be empty you don't yeah really. no, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but you know this is the, the okay. person i imagined was someone sitting in a library right. perhaps with a cigar, cigar just sitting down with their amplifier there yeah. headphones on the and just grouse headphones just loving music yeah because I think, what am I going to do when I retire? Like, nothing. I've got That's nothing to do. That's something we don't do. I, I remember yeah, back, sit back and enjoy. Back in the day when vinyl was big, you couldn't carry that around the house. You had to sit in front of the vinyl in, the, in front of the player and just let it wash over you. It was, and, and I still know to this day, audio files that have, you know, I've got a theatre room. Yeah. They've got a listening room. That's right. They've got a room where they go and it's and there's I a think, seat in the middle of the room and you know, like a lot of people said to me, oh, there's there's too many numbers on that price tag. They're twenty five ninety nine, right? Two thousand yeah. five hundred ninety nine dollars. Which to an audio file is a is, bargain. It's, it's a bargain. That's nothing. For a special limited edition. They wouldn't bat an well. eyelid buying no. that. And they would have yeah. the amp, plug it in. Yeah. They would have lossless music. They'd have a vinyl player. They'd yeah. hear every crackle. So and that, that every... price doesn't include the amp, though? No. Right. This is just the headphones. Just a set of headphones. Wow. Mm. Epic. Again, they would think, yeah, sure. If you want to hear yeah. them, seriously, and you're in Sydney, go to the Sennheiser store. Borders are opening. So if you're in Melbourne, you can come up soon. Yeah. Is there a Sennheiser experience store in Melbourne? No, or not Sydney. Just Sydney. Is there anyone outside of? Yeah, there's not many. There's only like six in the world. There you go. And we've got one of them. We've got one of them. Boom. Uh, check them out. The HD 800s. If you want to see my video, read my article, see my photos. EFTM.com. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennec.
One of my favourites, the new drone. Yes. The DJI Mini 2. This takes over from the Mavic Mini. So they're, they're, they're getting rid of the they're, word Mavic. They're wor- wording out some naming on a lot of their products. Remember yeah, the yeah. like the Osmo Mobile is just the OM. Yep. The Pocket is just the Pocket 2. It's yeah. not it had another name as no, well. No, 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 it used to be Osmo Pocket. Osmo now Pocket, it's just yep. Pocket 2. So Osmo and Mavic, gone. Well, I think that's because the Mavic is this... Hair, this you know, high yeah. end stuff. Whereas yeah. the mini is just this mini affordable. Get into it drone, yeah. and this is a this is a drone that fold. Have you seen how small it is? It fits literally in the Mate. palm of your hand when it's when it's folded. It's like it's a blown away. it's like a can of soft drink. I bet it's about the size of a can of it's soft. The size drink. of the mini one too. More, a little bit bigger than that. Yeah. Weight of an apple, so it's two forty nine grams. That's a heavy apple. Why do you think it's two hundred forty nine grams? Two forty nine because it's it's under the two fifty gram, so it's the safest. It doesn't drone need to be registered. Yeah, safest drone category, uh, but. Can still shoot 4K video. 4K video, stabilised to the hell. Stabilised, it can handle 38 kilometres an hour winds, which is, that's that's pretty windy. I'm nev- it, I'm, I would never fly in those winds. And it is also can go, and this is highly illegal in Australia, can go 4,000 metre altitude. Uh, 120 is the limit. Can I just ask, like is, it car, still, right? um, is it illegal to go that high? What if you're in the middle of nowhere? Because isn't there... 120 metres is your, is your limit everywhere. everywhere. Yeah. Okay, but also to um, this has a ten-kilometer transmission range. Not that you could also do that because exactly. you have visual line you, of sight. You have visual line of sight. Not only see it, but also know its orientation. That's the thing about line of sight. You got to know what direction it's facing just by looking at it as well. Uh, but look for a beginner. This is a solid start. It also has it too, all the pre-programmed uh, photo, like you do quick shots and your dronies and helixes. And yeah. you, it, when you put them in these modes, it just does it on rails. It does it automatically and looks so slick. The people think, wow, that was, how good was that? How'd you do yeah. that? And it's like an auto, it's an auto feature. It looks fantastic. Mate, I, I took, I've had the, I took the mini, it's just the standard mini, the last yeah. generation to the Hunter Valley on the yeah. weekend yeah. and just had a fly around for fun again. It's awesome. been a while, got some awesome. shots. This thing, 4K, and also they've, they've gone to the newer style controller, which allows you to, instead of having those clamps at the bottom, it's yeah. just got a, a fold-out thing out at with the top. The Mavic, the Mavic 2. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad. Yeah. I, I liked what they tried with the previous controller, but I hate putting it. You try and put a Max in that, it was really hard. Oh, uh, in this one. No, yeah. in, in the old one. The old one, yeah, no. In this too, one, easy. This one, it's just on it top. slides up top. Like yeah. the old Phantoms. You just got the controller yeah, up the top. Yeah. That's and there's also love. a cable that fits into a USB-C phone or a yeah. Lightning for an iPhone. Yeah. Uh, and looks 4K at 30 frames per second and saves at 100 megabits per second. So if you've got a, a memory card that can handle that kind of write speed, yeah. then it's going to be even better. Uh, and also, you've got all those pro pre-program modes that also includes two... Um, wide angle so you can do like pano shots you can uh, do 180 so capture seven photos and then put them together as a panoramic shot oh yeah so it's got that, that mode as well uh, and look again this this is a, such a small drone that you can take it anywhere you can you can put it if you've got a pocket big enough it would fit in a pocket if you're like a jacket pocket it would fit so there's yeah. no barrier no, to where crazy. you can take this so uh, I think uh, awesome new release, and let's let's tell them the price, eh? Tell them the price, it's son. Seven forty nine, uh, and that includes battery, spare propellers, and the controller as well. But the fly more combo, the mini two fly more combo, is another two hundred. But that includes three batteries, a charging hub, 
carry case and the controller. I always go the, the fly more combo because I think that yeah, is two hundred. You know what's really annoying and when you don't get the. I, I, every time I bought a drone, I've ended up buying more batteries because you fly for a bit and you you're at like thirty percent battery, plenty to spare, no warnings, but you think I'm going to come down now. Yeah. Or you go a little bit further, then you come down. And then you go, oh, I just wouldn't mind going back up one more time. And you can't. Battery. So this is why the little it's got a little charging brick, and you pull yep. out the battery. Three batteries, beautiful. And uh, the flight time's 31 minutes as well. And that's 31 minutes until it drops out of the sky. So if with a, drops with a, out of the with sky. a 10% or, or I normally set a 25% uh, alert to the low battery. Yeah. So that means, you know, if I'm out over the ocean, it gives me enough time to get back again. Yeah. Um, a mistake some drone flyers, they, they, they think, oh, she'll be right. It is, it is a dynamic though. It's very smart how yeah. if you're just hovering around yourself, yeah. That that warning point, the automatic warning point is quite low. It might be 10%. Mm. But as soon as you fly to greater height or distance, yeah. that warning point automatically pushes out. So it should be intelligent enough to come oh, yeah, back for you. And it's got all the features of, like, it, it's got positioning, return to home, all of those features you find on more expensive drones yeah. and bigger drones. Biggest thing for me about well. this is, uh, you know, I'm going <laughs> to, I haven't pulled the Phantom out in years, but and I've sit it out and go, Look how far we've come. Yeah. Like, that's the thing to me. Just this to, is better than the Phantom from five years ago, yeah. six years ago. Eight, way better. Way better. Way better. Yeah. The, the Phantom I've got. Yeah. I, I, I don't think it's 4K. Is it did 4K? You have, did you have it the one? It might be 4K. But it wasn't a Phantom 4. It was, I don't think it was a Phantom It 3. was a 4K then. If it was no, not a Phantom 4. Um, and, and it doesn't do any of the, you know, follow me. Like, it doesn't do any yeah. of that stuff. It just goes <laughs> up and down and around. Yeah. Well, the app, the, it's the app that does the, that needs updating as well. The app, the newer apps. I don't even think that can be done on the Phantoms. No. The older well, that, Phantoms. that'll still work just with an old app that can't be that upgraded. Can't be upgraded. To yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, DJI, I always call them the Apple of the drone world. They, That's they, spot they, on. They make them beautiful. Stand drones. by for the beautiful two Blake's drones. reviews over yeah. the weeks ahead. Uh, details of the DJI Mini Mini Two are at uh, ftm.com and techguide.com.au. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long. Stephen Fennick. Extra value there. Oof, didn't we just Added value, we delivered, yeah. We delivered extra, today. Including extra Apple news too. <laughs> just for Bruce. <laughs> just the top. You know, if Bruce skipped to the Apple news, he got a pretty standard length throw. So that's pretty good for him. Absolutely. No dramas yeah, at all. Yeah. All right, Stephen, let's do it again next week when there will be Apple news because we have to talk about some reviews that are coming up. So Absolutely. Just a head, warning, heads up. Yeah. There's going to be more Apple next week on episode 463 because this was episode 462. Thanks to the good people at Netgear and Arlo. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech.